Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2 is absolutely, without a doubt, one of the best comic book movies of all time. And I'm going to watch it, coming up right now on 15 Minutes of Marvel. There was an idea. Because if we can't protect the Earth, you can be damn well sure we'll avenge it. I've been like this all day. What are they called again? Annulax batteries. Harvey Larry batteries. As far as I'm concerned, that's America's ass. I control the truth. Mysterio is the truth. Boom. You looking for this? What's up and welcome back to 15 Minutes of Marvel, the only podcast that gives you Marvel reviews, news, and rumors in pretty much 15 minutes. I'm your host, Ethan Simi. Today on the pod, it is the monthly movie commentary episode. If you're new to the pod or forgot, welcome and let me refresh your memory. The last Friday of every month is a very special episode of the podcast. I put up a poll on Twitter between two movies to watch. You all vote on which movie you want me to watch. And then I watch the winner on the podcast and do a commentary episode. You'll notice the runtime of this podcast is exceptionally longer than a usual 15 to 18 minute episode. That's because I'm watching a whole dang movie. The whole enchilada, the entire thing. One day, I'll, I'll do Endgame. I'll do Endgame one day, most likely, but tonight it is Spider-Man 2. It won out Black Panther on Twitter by just a handful of votes. But I feel good about this. I feel good. Even though we did Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse last month, go check out that episode. It was a great time. That's a great flick. I still feel good about watching Spider-Man 2 right now because, look, No Way Home is quickly approaching, and it's only fair that we take a look at the best Spider-Man movie that there is ever in existence. I, I know I hold Far From Home a very special place in my heart because my boy Jake G. Love Tom Holland. I love the entire setting of Far From Home, but Spider-Man 2, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2, when you when it just comes down to it, this is the best Spider-Man movie that there is. There, there, there's just no question about it. And that is, that's facts. That's what they call facts. I was 10 years old when this movie released in 2004. So you can do the math, figure out how old I am now. But this is easily the first comic book movie I ever saw. This is what my childhood was built on. I, I remember watching this all of the time and just losing my mind every single time that I watched it. Came out in 04. It was the third highest grossing movie in 2004. Shrek 2 got $926 million. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban uh, raked in $795 million. By the way, fantastic. That's a fantastic movie. And then in third place, you've got Spider-Man 2 coming in at $788, almost $789 million. Misses the number two slot by just $6 million. But pretty impressive for 04 and really I mean the first sequel when you talk about movie comic book movies and one of the best sequels probably just in in general maybe ever I I don't know that's a podcast for another time but I'm very excited to be watching Spider-Man 2 tonight because as we all know Sam Raimi is coming back he's directing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness coming out next year and he's going to put his stamp and his mark on the official MCU and I'm excited for that. I can't wait. And I figure a little Sam Raimi tonight. That, that can't hurt anybody. Before I start the movie, I do want to give a huge shout out to the brand new patron of the show, Reagan Knapp. Reagan, thanks so much for the support of the show, man. It truly does mean the world. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And I can't wait to have you pick out a topic of an episode in the future. It's going to be, going to be fun stuff. 
Go check out the Patreon to the podcast. Uh, thank you so much, Reagan. All right, are we ready to start Spider-Man 2? Because I'm, I am ready. I don't believe you can watch this anywhere right now on a streaming service for free. I believe you have to rent it. I'm renting it on Amazon Prime tonight. And it's, it's $3.99. Uh, just a, a modest cost for the greatest comic book movie. One of the greatest, possibly the greatest comic book movie of all time. That's a tough, tough conversation when you, when you bring in the Dark Knight and everything that that involves as well. But I'm ready, and I'm ready to do this. And, oh, God, let's get our Spider-Man on, people. The way these podcasts work, the way the movie commentary episodes work is I have the movie fired up. I'm ready. I'm in the mini Marvel studio. I've got a nice spiked seltzer with me. I've got my water bottle with me. I'm in my comfy shorts and my comfy hoodie. And, uh, and I'm just going to commentate the whole movie. So I'm going to say three, two, one, go. On go is when I am going to start the film from zero. It is starting at zero, 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 zero. Right now is where it's at. So we can all be on the same page. There's two ways you can do this. You can either watch the movie along with me and listen to my commentary, which truthfully is is probably pretty high class compared to, um, you know, the commentary of people that actually worked on the movie and actually have knowledge of the movie. I like to think I'm up there with the ranks. You know, I, I, I like to think so. Or you can just listen to this podcast on your drive, on your workout, cleaning the house, whatever it may be. You don't have to watch along, but I am watching Spider-Man 2. Clock's in at 2 hours, 7 minutes, and 25 seconds. There is no post-credit scene, so we will not stick around for the post-credit scene once, once the movie is over. But I'm going to get ready to hit play, and gosh, Doc Ock, Spider-Man 2, train scene, lots of good shit is incoming, and I am I'm very, very excited for this. Okay, three, two, one, go. I just hit play. Okay, Ooh, I'm jazzed, I'm jazzed. What I can tell you right off of the bat is I know Spider-Man, especially the second one, has just an absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous intro credit scene that's just freaking fire love it and i can't Ooh, the string you got the uh it's already like super tense spider-man gosh i love this intro i i love this music that goes with the sam raimi version of spider-man i think it's really 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 cool it makes you it makes you a little tense and you've kind of got the orchestral in the background as well and I, I think, and I'm, this is facts again. Look, it's just going to be a, a hard-hitting facts episode. I think this Spider-Man theme that we have from this movie is the best Spider-Man theme that we have. I think this is the most recognizable, and it's just, it's clutch. It's just so, so nice. Kirsten Dunst, very impressive. She's about to have a big year in Power of the Dog. That's supposed to be a very, very good movie. James Franco, Alfred Molina. You talk about a stacked cast. It's it's pretty impressive, this this cast. I, I feel like it's pretty good. I really like how you... J.K. Simmons, God, my guy, J.K. I love how you kind of get the viewpoint of the first movie through all of these comic book sketches. And it kind of just gives you that, like, rundown, that run back. Oh, it's so nice. A nice, like, little reminder. Because I did not watch Spider-Man 1 before I watched this. So this is, this is new. And, uh, I mean, I've, I've seen this movie before. I'm not, uh, it's not the first time I've seen this movie. Music by Danny Elfman. Let's all take a minute to realize music by Danny Elfman 
is phenomenal because Sam Raimi and Danny Elfman are going to reconvene and they're going to team back up for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We are going to get some absolutely epic and iconic sounds. And, and, and oh, it's going to be so good. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Ah, executive producers, Stanley, Kevin Feige. There's our boy. There's our guy, Kevin, Kevin Feigster. Love it. Okay. Yeah, I remember this. Ooh, Harry catches him. Ooh, boy. Ooh, boy. Based on the Marvel comic book. All right. I do want to give a, uh, I want to give an interesting stat real quick. I did this l starting last month with Spider-Verse. I've got an interesting stat. So apparently at one point, Tobey Maguire's participation was in doubt because his back was bad. And my boy, Jake Gyllenhaal, was going to fill his spot. That never happened, obviously. Oh, Tobey Maguire's, oh, that voice. It's crisp. It's crisp. Oh. Is this? Yeah, okay, so this is the movie where Mary Jane gets famous and fucking Peter Parker is late to the show. Oh, my God. Get some good La La Land vibes from that, you know? No, no, stop, stop. Oh, yeah, this is, whoa, God. <laughs> I just think Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man is so premium. It's absurd. It's so good. 29-minute guarantee in New York City. That's absolutely absurd. That's not... This is no good. That would never happen. Joe's Pizza. I gotta go to Joe's Pizza sometime, you know? I gotta check it off the list. 42 blocks in 20... In seven and a half minutes! Oh, he... My, my, my dude's fired. He's done. But is he, though? Is he? Ooh! I think this... Sam Raimi Spider-Mans give us the absolute best Spider-Man thwipping through the city. The old, the old thwip, thwip. And I don't... Tom Holland hasn't really had one of those yet because we had an entire movie that was somewhere else, right? It took place not in New York City. And then the first one, we, we are kind of... We just didn't get it, and oh man, he almost got hit by a bus. Oh no, it's right. You're running out of time, Peter. Pizza time, baby. It's pizza time. I gotta get that tattooed on me somewhere. That that's legit. That's one of the best. Oh yeah. See, and like just right out of the gate, stole that guy's. We just get some awesome city swinging. Look at this. Oh, it's so good. Oh, come on, Spider-Man. Oh, my gosh. Does that really happen in New York where, like, a truck is just fucking billowing down and if Spider-Man's not there, those kids are just, just a pulp? Is that really going to be the case? I feel like that's not the case. Yo, get your hands off this pizza, my guy. Well, let's talk about iconic Spider-Man suits for a second. I, oof, I really like, I really like the Iron Spider suit. Um, I, I think that there are some other cool suits out there. I, I think the, kind of like the Stark suit is really a cool Spider-Man suit. But God, when you're talking about the iconic nature of this suit, of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man suit, 
and all of the webbing around his face and his body. I just it just gives me OG vibes. It is OG, but it gives me the vibes and it makes me feel like that's Spider-Man. That is the guy. And oh man. I got a really cool shirt in the mail. I tweeted about this a couple weeks ago, but I got a great shirt from QWERTY.com, Q-W-E-R-T-E. QWERTY, if you want to sponsor the podcast, let me know. This is hilarious at the closet, by the way. This is <laughs> this is great. Um, but I got a great... Pizza time! Let's go! <laughs> Pizza time. You're late. You're late. Classic. You're not paying for those? Well, two of the boxes are just fucking demolished. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, dude, look at look at his despair. Look at Peter Parker's despair. He's like, I'm fired. This is it. I did my best. Not even Spider-Man can deliver pizzas on time in New York City. Just can't be done. Oh, man. It's a crap promise. But I got this great t-shirt, and... It's got four squares on it. Each one of them is a different Spider-Man. I've got Peter, I've got uh, Tobey Maguire, Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and a Miles Morales one. And there's like a side profile of each Spider-Man. And I wore it today and gosh, the most iconic suit on there, Peter Parker. God, J. Jonah Jameson. I can't believe he's coming back. I can't believe he's back in the MCU, baby. I can't believe he's back. Oh my god, I feel the stress. Still not now. Low key, Elizabeth Banks as as Miss Brant is is a huge, huge flex. By the way, huge flex. <laughs> He's just J.K. Simmons is just a one liner machine. That's what I mean, a one liner machine. Food poisoning scares me. <laughs> Sam Raimi! Oh, I love to see the Sam Raimi cameo. Oh, I love that so much. It stinks. What? Done. <laughs> oh, man. Gotta get that money. Gotta get that money, Peter. So, I can't... I can't remember. Do Peter and her hook up in, in the third one? Because I know the third one just gets weird on all kinds of levels, but I feel like Peter had a pretty good shot at, at hooking up with Miss Banks here. Is this the Spider-Man movie where um, raindrops keep falling on my head? God, I, I, I really hope so. I really hope so. Because then I'll, you'll get to listen to me sing raindrops keep falling on my head. And, and oh, does this really happen at colleges? I mean, I went to college, but this never happened to me. I didn't go to an East Coast college, though. That's for sure. We're... I, man, I'm just fucking pelting questions out right now in the podcast. Dr. Connors, I don't know. Did Sam Raimi plan to do The Lizard in the third movie? I know he didn't plan to do Venom, like the studio made him do, essentially. But I don't don't know if he was going to focus solely on the Sandman or if he was going to also do the Lizard. Dr. Otto. Planning is a major in life, my guy. So, yeah. 
Oh, well, then there you go. God. Oh, man. He's just had a bad day. Peter's just had a bad day. Lost his job at the pizza shop. Can't make enough money to cover his, his advance. Now he's on the risk of failing his, his course. Gotta go home to Aunt May. At least I don't have to watch. Oh, man. A little surprise party. <laughs> Say something. God, you idiot, Peter. It's your birthday, guy. I think James Franco as Harry is very good. Very good casting. He's got that kind of face that makes you just... I feel like it's Step Brothers, right? I feel like I just want to punch it. You know, it's just something about your face. You can't do anything about it, and I don't know what it is, but I just want to punch it. And, which I think is perfect. Which, don't get me wrong, I think it's perfect for this kind of a role because you know he knows things. You know he knows he's Spider-Man, but he's not showing it. And I don't know if I said it before on this podcast, I probably have, but Spider-Man 3 absolutely should have been focused on Harry overtaking the Green Goblin mantle and them finally meeting. I know they get like a little meeting and it doesn't really mean a whole lot, but I think that should have been the main focus and it would have played as such a great, great three-movie story arc. God, it would have been so cool. And... Leave it to the studio to just fuck up the plan for Spider-Man 3 and put Raimi in a tough spot. And, ah, a little frustrating. A little frustrating. <laughs> or doesn't look at you. <laughs> you dead? <laughs> oh, my God. That's a killer. Killer line. Look at Harry's face. He's so P.O.'d. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I feel like he could growl real good. He just, like, is a growler. You know, he's just like, uh, I'm mad. Uh, yeah, look at that face. That's a growl face. Growling face. Oh, boy. Yeah, man. Aunt May's house is just going into the pooper. Just not, not good. Oh, May is so tired. Oh, my God. Call them Ben. I think Aunt May's storyline in this, too, I think it's underplayed quite a lot, but she really suffers in the in these movies. And if you talk about the best Aunt Mays in Spider-Man movies, this is the worst. Um, I, th I think it's the worst. I don't, I don't think she's very great. Except in this movie, she gets taken, I believe. Or was that the first movie? I don't know. Either way, she gets taken at some point in time, and I think it's hard when you when you talk about Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. She's just an all-around W. Very attractive, very funny. She's energetic. She's got a thing with Tony Stark, or had a thing with Tony Stark, and I think it just plays a lot better than, than old woman Aunt May. Talking of Spider-Man, talking of Aunt May, I am too... Out of the four books into the One More Day storyline, which is a good old solid 20. Whoa, relax, May, relax. Jesus Christ, that's going to set you off? You're going to cry? Peter needs to be there for you. Oh, man, all kinds of emotional distraughtness. Oh, my gosh. I'm on 
so I, I'm going into part three. I finished two out of the four books for the One More Day storyline, which is the kind of like the Spider-Man reboot or retcon, if you will, of like the, I think it was like 2006-ish or 10, I, I don't know, some time ago. And Aunt May's dying in it. And that's why that's why Peter wants One More Day where uh, he can go back and save Aunt May. So far, it's okay. But, you know, if I grew up, reading all of that and then that was like the retcon I'd be I'd be pissed just like everybody else say what you will about Tobey Maguire but I feel like he I feel like this guy can act I haven't seen The Great Gatsby which is one of his more his more better known films outside of Spider-Man but I think he's great and god I can't wait and I hope that he's coming to the MCU I have my money on that he is as just as everybody does we all think he's coming back but, God, it's going to be so cool. I know that there is a movie called Brothers, I think. I think. With Tobey Maguire and Jake Gyllenhaal, and that would be the ultimate mashup. My worlds would collide, and I don't know, my brain might explode. <laughs> I got to watch that movie at some point in time. Come on, Peter, just, Peter, just tell her you love her, my guy. Yeah, he wants to say something, Mary Jane. Let him talk. Come on, Peter. I love you so much. I love you. Say it. Say it. <laughs> He's so awkward. Which is good. Which is good. That Spider-Man, Peter Parker was... Oh, From what I've read of him and what I know of him, he's always been awkward, right? He's never been able to really get the point across. And I did just see on Twitter today a couple comic book panels of when Black Cat was about to kiss him in the comics and takes his mask off and she finds out that he was just in high school or like is a high schooler and she yaks all over his nuts. And that is weird. (laughs) It was odd. But to my point, he's always been awkward. He's been weird. And like, that's just part of the storyline. So this scene makes sense right here. And and very impressive, too, that we're like, whatever, 20 minutes in-ish, and no, Mary Jane, stop. What do you mean you're seeing somebody? Well, that's bullshit. Sucks. How could you do that? How could you do such a thing? Companionship. <laughs> oh, boy. No. Peter, this is why you gotta make your move. I don't know what I was saying just like two seconds ago. But, yeah. Oh, 20 minutes in. Okay, this is what... <laughs> this is what I... This is what makes these movie commentary episodes so great is I just fucking riff. I just have a microphone and I'm watching a movie and I just go to town. And we're... Tw- so, this is the point I was trying to make. 20 minutes-ish in and we get this really nice dialogue chunk where we feel the tension really, really pick up. Oh, this guy. My guy. Oh, my God. Red. <laughs> What's high? Can I spend it? That guy's got some bugo eyes. That is a low blow. Uh. <laughs> I was like a rodent. 
Mr. Ditkovich. I believe from what I read that his name is named after Steve Ditko, uh, creator of Spider-Man, which is a pretty cool nod. We get a 20 minutes in. We get a really good, authentic conversation piece that puts us on the edge of our seat and gives us some hope and makes us nervous for what could be or what might be, but what isn't. And I think that is some really good storytelling and good story setting for the rest of the movie. That's all I wanted to say. I'm done with the 20 minutes in bit, and I, I got it out of my system. I feel good about it. Ooh, the fade to black. I like that fade to black, though, because it means that Peter sat there and he struggled. He, sh- he, he grappled and he wrestled with his emotions and his thoughts. He just walks right in. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> From last night, he just woke up in the morning like he would have rent. Come on, my guy, Mr. Titkovich. God, those sunglasses for Harry are just an absolute tool. Absolute tool. Got me through high school science? God. He just didn't even care about him in the first place. He was just going to absolutely shut him down. and Just be like, nah, not for me. All right, Harry. Too much pressure. See in Sweden. Is that where their Nobel Prize thing is held, maybe? That would make, that would make sense. Alfred Molina. God, what a guy. What a guy Alfred Molina is. And I am so excited he's coming back, as we all are. Man, his... His role, or like his when he showed up in the in the trailer, was just golden stuff, man. Golden fusion. He's had quite a career as well. It's very impressive. I'm looking through his IMDb page, and he's got actually lots of TV series, which I didn't know he was in. Also was not aware he was a voice in Frozen 2. So there's that. Uh, that's pretty interesting. Okay, he's in Vice. I could get with that. I, I do want to see Vice quite bad. Um, Let's see, what else are we in? What else are we in? Lots of good stuff. Gosh. A family man? Okay. Well, Otto, are you going to blow up this video? Because you might. It is listed on IMDb as well that kind of this kind of scene when they're having dinner and stuff is supposed to be a mere reflection of the home life that Peter does want at his place. He wants this and he does not have it. And that's why we're kind of seeing this dinner take place right here. Because he wants Aunt May or or a motherly figure to dig in and ask him these questions and he doesn't get it. And this is what he had wished and he had hoped for with his parents. And he never ended up getting, right? Oh, yeah. Gonna make you sick? Gonna make you sick? Oh, man. They're a match made in heaven. Hmm. Breach, sister. (laughs) 
feel like those are two opposite things. But... I mean, look how happy Peter is sitting here at this table and enjoying this dinner. Wow. What a happy bloke. I write... I don't write poetry, but... Wow, look at that. It's a lot of poetry he's reading. I write roses are red, violets are blue. Notes to my wife sometimes. And I feel like that's pretty high level for me. And that's that's where I'm going to cap off. I don't understand poetry. I'm I'm not just not smart enough drying that suit in a public laundromat what peter what if someone saw you my dude oh yeah those shorts are toasted it's actually a nice tie-dye job keep them uh. oh yeah Woo, man toby mcguire take it off damn always love when we get a good song that means exactly what we're going through in the film. I love it when we get good lyrics like that. Love it! Pretty sharp looking guy. Very impressed. Oh man, that's just some great pictures of MJ. He just runs away. Mr. Tikovich is in his underwear. Get out of here. He's on the toilet and he runs out like that? My guy. Figure it out. Ooh, there's our cameo from, uh, from Mr. Jeez, what's his name? What's his name? He's in all of the Spider-Man movies. Come on. I'm not gonna find, I'm not gonna know his name. Oh, man. He gets one. Oh, little bushel. That's a cute little bushel of flowers, though. Come on. Look at him. He's so happy on his little scooter. <laughs> That's so funny to me. Right up. Oh, he flips over the car. That's so sick. Okay, so that flip right there, when he flipped over the back of the car, was apparently done by workout, plenty of rest. <laughs> I never believed her. <laughs> apparently they had a stuntman do that and then Tobey Maguire do it as well. And Sam Raimi liked Tobey Maguire's version of it better. Kept Tobey Maguire's version instead of the stuntman's that's pretty impressive from the old TM. Love to see the goat in action. Oh, I like that cut of all audio right there. That is so cool. God, how come we don't have stuff like this in the MCU? That's so cool. Sam Raimi just knows how to do cool shit. And again, we're back. We're f soaring through the skies of New York City. Ah, oh. I love it when he does the woo. Woo! That's so that's just done so well for his character. Ugh. Got another woo? Love to hear it. Another woo. Got him with the spider balls. Oh yeah. Get him out of here. 
I mean, it looks pretty good for being 15 years old. Didn't, didn't uh, Kirsten Dunst go on to do some movies in which she's like this as well? Yeah, she did. God, he missed the play. Whatever. (laughs) 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 He tells him to do all these things, and then he tells him, like, yeah, I can't let you in. (laughs) Can I help you? God, what just a crap couple of days for our boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like this. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. The OG Spider-Man theme song right there. Her voice is great. Look out! That's great. I I love the nods like that to really old, old stuff. That's pretty cool. I also like how in the pretty much the first act of this movie, we get some really good base setting. We get some really good base setting for... Peter, who he is, the emotions that he's feeling, his relationship to Mary Jane, where he stands, all of everything. But we also... This fucking tool. You don't kiss Mary Jane in front of my boy like that. God! Get out of here. But we also get some cool Spider-Man stuff in the middle. I think it does a pretty healthy mix of that. Because normally in, in, in Act 1, especially something like this, you really just set up the emotional journey that we're about to go on. And you save all the crazy... Spider-Man action for Act 3, right? And and we do. We get quite a lot. But it's a nice mix in Act 1 like this. I quite quite like it. Oh, I love him running through the fog. The old ripoff. Ooh! That's pretty cool that we go up with him. I like that camera work. Hmm. Got a Kona Spiked Island Seltzer tonight. Tropical Punch flavor. Pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, no. Oh. That's brutal. That was a brutal fall. I totally forgot that this is the movie where he starts to question his abilities. And just, like, doesn't believe in himself. Got a little Thor Thor confidence problem here going on. I like that. Always love it when we have a, a main character with super abilities or superhuman strength that undergoes an identity crisis because it maintains the illusion that they are just like us. And that's part of the reason Spider-Man <laughs> is so great. Oh, this elevator scene is classic. Oh, my God. God, that suit is so fucking slick. It looks so good. Jeez Louise. 
<laughs> Dude, the eyes are so nice too. And that spider symbol. Ooh. Yeah, it kinda rides up. <laughs> it gets kinda itchy. <laughs> the fact that Sam Raimi lets us sit with this for so long and be an immediate tonal change is phenomenal. It's excellent. We have no dialogue for the last 20 seconds and it's phenomenal. God, that was excellent. Oh, I love that so much. I love that scene. When I inevitably do a Spider-Man 2 episode or a Spider-Man 2 podcast, that's... It's going to be one of my favorite scenes right there, the elevator scene. Oh, my God, and his bike. My guys just had literally the worst 48 hours you can even possibly have. Oh, boy. Yeah, this, this better be raindrops keep falling on my head. I, I'm pretty sure it is, but I really, really hope. I really am I'm hoping. Sing your song at the beep. Yeah, this has got to be it, right? And uh, I fucked it up. <laughs> well, had to be Spider-Man. Go get him, Tiger. Isn't that like the last thing that's said in this movie? Go get him, Tiger. Did I just spoil? Did I just get all the way to the end already? Oh, no. Oh, no. I I'm very, very, very sorry about that. Bingo. Bingo, bingo. Mary Jane's kind of... I feel like she's... Kind of, I get okay. Look, she has every right to be disappointed and be frustrated. True, it, it's one hundred percent true. But she also has that choice to be forgiving and to listen to Peter and to. Ah, uh, fifty more cents, dude. You can do it, Peter. Ah, oh, boy. But she can choose to be forgiving and listen and uh, it's, it's frustrating on both ends. I like this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Again, another really good conversation of what could be and what, what should be but what isn't. And I love the touch of the duct tape on the backpack. That's a great touch. I never noticed that before. Really impressive. You can, Peter. You can do it, man. I promise. 50 more cents and you could have done it and you could have had it. Uh, okay, no, not raindrops. Oh, boy. Things are going to get real. Here we go. Here we go. That This is classic. God, that's, that's just, oh, that's snaps. Golf clap. That's great. That's great. Alfred Molina. Comedy right there. Because we found the rubber band. Oh, that's the worst kind of humor possible. Can't stand that. Fusion, baby. Fusion. These arms are creepy as all hell. So creepy. 
a, a, an absolutely impeccable introduction into the film and into this this hierarchy of Spider-Man. But so creepy. I leave it to Raimi to make it well done. He crushes it. Ooh. Those needles. Oh, going right into the vertebrae. Ooh, I don't like that. The old mesh tank, though? That's, that's classic, too. The mesh tank. wonder what it would be like to control something like this with your mind. That would be... I don't know. That, 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 that hurts my head just thinking about controlling something with your mind. Seems freaking awesome. But look. If this ever comes to fruition, if if smart arms ever exist, it's we're all doomed. We're toast. They're always gonna turn. Always. God, these look so 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 good for being seventeen years old. Can't believe it. All right, you. Yeah, well, when that thing cracks, you're done so, my dude. <laughs> Harry's like, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Harry is such a weird character in this movie. So he needs these arms in order to help control this contraption. Is that what it is? That's why we have the arms in the first place? Because his two human arms are not enough and can't, can't do what he needs it to. Ooh, the tritium. What is that, like a billion dollars right there? Okay, Harry, nobody asked you to speak. Guy, let the let our man monologue, please. Oh, boy. Last time you're ever going to see her, my dude. Fastener seatbelts. That's going to be my new go-to for anything that I do. Fastener seatbelts. <laughs> and those goggles are pretty iconic, too. I, like, this scene in particular has some really impressive, iconic scenery. We have successful fusion reaction. Otto, you son of a bitch. You did it. Bigger, more energy. We need more. God. So the reflection we get in his goggles right here is pretty phenomenal. And then we also have an upcoming scene that's a transition into the lens of his goggles that is just incredible as well. Sam Raimi's ability to use reflection as conveying so much emotion and energy is, is pristine. I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Keep calm. As everything's flying towards it. No. We're done. Had to happen. Of course we're going to get an overload. Ah! <laughs> oh, no. 
Oh, man. Wow. I was just so involved in what we were doing right there. I wasn't talking. Oh, I love this, like, under-the-table under the animosity they have with each other. Oh, the bricks. That's, like, look at that reflection. Oh, it's sweet. Sweet. Oh, boy. Awesome, awesome reference to Psycho. I love that. That's incredible. Sam Raimi's so good at that as well. Oh boy, they've overtaken. Come on, Peter. You're stronger than that. I love the practical effects. I think that is one thing that we've lost with Spider-Man movies, even starting with The Amazing Spider-Man. We've lost this ability to have exceptional practical effects. So when we see Spider-Man pulling those cords and all of those sparks coming out, that's all practical and it all looks so effing good. But we don't get that anymore, and, and that's a bummer. That's, I, I want the practicality. Yeah, well, he's about to destroy the city. Oh, Harry. Yeah, well, you know, you're about to have a bad day out there, sir. Except Spider-Man. <laughs> By touching me? Those glasses are just premium. Premium! I wish I had that much, that much of a vibe to wear glasses like that. I try to wear cool sunglasses, but it doesn't really work, honestly. Just doesn't really work. Woof. Yeah, he's done for. This is such a creepy, creepy, creepy scene. Nice, really good horror influence, too. And I think that's one of the things that makes this... <laughs> oh, my God, that's hilarious. Anybody take shop class? Got him. I think that's one of the things that puts this among one of the best, if not the best, comic book movies out there, especially when it comes to Spider-Man. You have these varying influences. Again, with the reflection was... Ah, oh, that's so excellent. So you have these horror influences like what we're seeing right now with the screaming and the eye and the, the arms and all of this. And it makes it feel like it's pushing the boundary. It makes it feel like we're getting something new and something dangerous and something outside of the box. And this type of horror and this type of thrill still holds today. It, it holds 17 years later. It's scary as shit and nails like that Oh, boy, that's scary stuff. And gunning for somebody's head and then taking, oh, my gosh, and then taking a chainsaw and just murdering them is brutal. No, that ain't going to work, my guy. The fact that these things, like, have their own brain is super, super creepy. Like, that's so scary. Holy cow. So scary. And they have, like, mini arms inside, which is even creepier. I mean, it sucks. It sucks if you're Otto, because you don't want to be controlled by these beasts. You didn't ask for this. Well, 
I mean, you kind of asked for it by creating them. You knew this was going to happen, but still, you didn't ask for this. See? Heartbroken. He doesn't want to do this. He doesn't want to be this. That's what's so crushing about this entire story. Wowzers. I like that. They're like, Master. That's some good cinematography. Woo. Wouldn't he get cold? That's always been my main concern. Truthfully, honestly. Wouldn't he get cold? When he has no shirt on, it's New York City at night. Obviously there's wind blowing, his hair is moving all kinds of directions. He'd get cold. If we're lucky. This haircut is, you talk about iconic. <laughs> Doctor Strange. But it's taken. I love that. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> His haircut is so, so good in this, in this movie. Uh-oh. You're unfired. That's his son? That's crazy. Love the laugh. Meme god right here. <laughs> you serious? <laughs> oh man. That's 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 funny stuff right there. I love that. <laughs> I think I think without J. Jonah Jameson in this movie, you have a lot less of a Maybe comic book humor. You have a lot less of that, like, comic book feeling. Um, and I, I think he plays a very important role that maybe not a lot of people, you know, say that his role is that important, but I think it is. I think it's very important in the movie. They're about to be at the river, bottom of the river, my dude. They are about to be. Well, that's really good foreshadowing. I like that a lot. I, that's really good foreshadowing. Great scoring here, too. Holy cow. You can't control him. I like the orchestral and, like, the choir is so ominous. So ominous. Yeah, you're, you're toast. I wonder how Alfred Molina worked so well with, like, CG arms like this. I'm curious how he, he got all the looks and, every, like, emotion down and everything. Because he just knocked it out of the park. When's our boy getting his big trench coat, huh? 
Oh, but you did. This is, again, some really great kind of like mirroring opposite self-confidence issues or like self-identity issues where Otto has to figure out what his self-identity is now and he leans into it. Peter knows his self-identity starts falling out of it. And that's nice, really nice dichotomy of two different like characterization storylines. I like that. Barefoot too? Oh man, get some shoes, Otto. <laughs> He's wearing like a drape. He's wearing like go wear some clothes. Get some real clothes. Joel McHale, stop. Stop. I totally forgot he was in this movie. Unbelievable. <laughs> A new Super Saver account? Oh, man. Shut down. Dang. Free toaster. God. So she goes in for a loan, and then she's like, well, can't get the loan. I guess I'll just get my toaster. That's pretty much, pretty much the same thing. Pretty close. Where do all those things hide? What the heck? He just pulled them out of nowhere. You're going nowhere. There you go, a little Spider-Man 1 callback for you. Oh, my God. Peter just leaves May like that? Okay, Joel McHale, let's let's simmer down. Nice. Love the love the brimmed hat and the tiny sunglasses, Blade Runner 2049 style. Dave Bautista style. Ooh. It's money. It's good stuff. Oh yeah. Pretty sure I had, oh, uh, no, I know for a fact that I had the Spider-Man 2 video game for PlayStation 2. Great one-liner, Peter. For Spider for PlayStation 2, when I was growing up, and I know specifically there is a level like this where you have to beat Otto or Doc Ock at the bank. Totally remember that. Busted. Got him. Oh my god! How did I not remember that he was just gonna crush his skull? Wowzers. That was gonna get dark real fast. See, like, those kinds of practical effects are so cool. And they play so well, it makes you really believe it. But then you have some CG effects like this. Still plays pretty well. Okay, yeah, I think this is where he takes Aunt May. I'm pretty sure this is where Doc Ock takes her. Yeah, there it is. Called it. I knew it was coming. Anytime somebody says, don't follow me, 
you are guaranteed people will follow you. That's it's an it's an open invitation for people to say, "Oh, I'm very curious. I wonder where he's going." And Doc Ock really might be one of the most ruthless Spider-Man villains in movies. I think Mysterio is pretty dang ruthless. Oh my like look at that. Just absolutely drops her. Drops her. And then just bashes him into the wall. He was willing to go the distance. Oh, nice. Got him. He was willing to go the distance from the very, very beginning. Mysterio has his own level of, of atrocity that, that comes with him. But I don't think he's as brutal, necessarily hand-to-hand combat brutal as Doc Ock is. He just tries to play a lot more mind games. But this is a fucking cool fight. And the wind and only the sound effects of grabbing onto the building. Mwah! Chef's kiss is what that is right there. Because it allows us to stay so focused in on it. I want Regal to play Spider-Man 2 in theater. What I want going into Spider-Man No Way Home, I want Regal to play a... A Spider-Man movie, starting with Spider-Man 1, Sam Raimi, Spider-Man 1, going all the way up until Far From Home. I want all of the live-action Spider-Man movies playing in theaters. And then the next week, bam, we get No Way Home. That would be the most incredible build-up. And we'd all get to experience Spider-Man movies in theaters again, sometimes for the, some of them possibly for the first time. And then we get to see one of the coolest ones out there. Very Green Goblin-esque instance right here. Oh, Aunt May, you got him. Yeah, wait a This is a great action scene. Aunt May falls twice. Get some good swinging, get a nice woohoo. Hey, your guns aren't going to hit him. He's way up there. Give me a break. So he did all that and he got two bags of money. That's all he came out with, two bags. Well. <laughs> oh. Man. Toby's got the girls all over him. Look at this guy. Take me with you, Spider-Man. Just like scenes like that, even transitional scenes like that, we just don't get in MCU Spider-Man. And I wonder if it's a conscious choice. I wonder if it's a tonal choice <laughs> that we just don't that we don't see that kind of stuff. Maybe we're trying to get away from that. I don't know. Oh boy. Hi, society, man. Get better. Whoa, Harry, let's relax, my guy. Yeah, well. Well, you make a compelling argument. Compelling argument. I hope somebody understands that office reference. <laughs> What are you, deaf? 
<laughs> That's his wife. Oh my god. <laughs> wife, it's just dead silent. Okay, all right. Doesn't seem necessary at all, but okay. They're delicious. It, I, yeah, I remember this guy just being a tool. Wait, it, it, this is the guy that married Jane? Okay, all right, okay. It's coming back to me. All right, we're on the same page here. Yeah, I'd be shocked if I were you too, Peter. I was sh shocked. Look at this tool. I guess if I gotta go with the better looking guy, it's this space cowboy. But if I gotta go with the cooler guy, it's the guy who does Spider-Man. Oh! Can't even get an hors d'oeuvre. That hurts my heart. Breaks my heart. Oh, boy. So we get another really good, like, relationship you know, commentary, I guess. Eh, you're not wrong. I mean, he's kind of blown it. <laughs> he's just going to go for it. <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> Whoa, okay, that's ice cold. Okay, well. Okay, well, look, MJ, do any of those people? Yeah, God, you have the worst dad. I forgot about that. But do any of these people go around and save the city? I mean, you know, I don't think so. Oh, boy. That's brutal. Absolute brutality. Oof. Finally gets one, and it's a drink. Let oh, okay. Got me on that one. Got me on that one. Not going to lie. Forgot that it was empty. Oh-wee! I love a good saxophone. Oh, oh, let's slow jam all night, baby. Love a good sax. Harry, Harry, let's relax. See, I don't know who else could have played this role quite like James Franco. Honestly, think about it. If you, who else would play Harry Osborne instead of James Franco? Let me know. And you can't say Danny DeVito. Can't, Danny DeVito is already going to be all six Avengers in the MCU. Bruh. Relax, Harry. Jesus. A couple big slaps. There's a couple big slaps there. That's just agreed to marry me. Wow. Wow. Boo. Boo. Get the f out of here. It is kind of tough, though, because. Oh, we start getting our Spider-Man theme. God, it looks so good. 
sound so good. Ah. <laughs> uh. Just some really cool swinging. Although I feel like, I don't think it's in this, I think it's in the first one. I know Sam Raimi will never live down the fact that... Oh, no. Oh, my back! This, too, coming up, like, looking at a suit like that and then throwing it in the trash can is so crazy. Sam Raimi will never live down the fact that he used a fake Spider-Man body for one of the flying shots with Mary Jane. That's pretty brutal. I gotta be honest. That's a tough one. But hey, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe this one had to be done. Don't fall, don't fall, don't fall. Oh! Gotta believe, Peter. You gotta believe. Ah, that's tough. Mask Menace. I have a cool little shout out. So, oh no, his vision. I have a cool little shout out. So, my little brother, Avery, what's up, Avery? Uh, he is very into Spider Man 2, or Spider Man, the Sam Raimi Spider Man trilogy. And so, for his birthday a few years ago, a couple years ago, I got him replicas of the Daily Bugle front page. Two of them, I believe, that had pictures of Spider Man on them, and they're replicas from the movie. They're authenticated. They have like authenticity, you know, certificates and they're legit from, from, a from whatever, from the movie as replicas from the movie. And they're pretty damn cool. And I would like those hanging up in my room as well. And I might take them at some point in time. Very okay. Get some sleep. <laughs> it's up here. He's wearing, as he's wearing a tie dye hippie t-shirt, by the way. Come on. Oh, it's heartbreak all day, baby. Or I'm I'm Spider Man <laughs> in my dream. Oh, <laughs> in my dream. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> Down to his boxers, too. That's hilarious. Doesn't think of himself in a positive light at all. This movie really does just a fine, fine, fine job in storytelling, in character storytelling. Maybe I didn't realize this until recent, until I've watched this recently. I did watch this movie a couple years ago for my other podcast that I was doing at the time. But it's very impressive, the writing. It, it, it's, while it's relatively, not flat, but relatively kind of um, not very robust, right? It's, it's quite level. It's quite in your face, like this is exactly what we're talking about. Oh, Uncle Ben. Oh. Hey, shout out. We got our first reference to Uncle Ben in the MCU in the zombie What If episode. That's big. I feel like big things are coming in the future for that. So that's cool. But this movie, it still has good writing. Even though it's 
even though it's pretty baseline and and it just tells it is tells it like it is, it's still pretty good for a for this comic book movie. Oh, comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. You tell him, Ben. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to cry right now, but I am definitely in my feels. I am feeling it. And shout out to Tommy McGuire for just crushing the emotion in this scene. And crying like this? Oh, God, he's going to win me over. No, you're not. Ah. That's a good flashback, but but wow, that's sad. It's really, really, really sad. Oh boy. I don't like him going through this phase of no more Spider Man. It makes me sad. Just Ah. Uh, and this is huge Danny Elfman vibes right here too, because you talk about working with Tim Burton on things and this has that big vibe to it. Uh, and this it's this song is so good. This screen cap right here of Spider-Man suit in the trash can, that is good stuff right there. And leaving the eyes to be the last thing illuminated is very cool. Here it is. Here it is. Look out, fam. Look out, fam. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Oh yeah, I've I've lived for this. The guy's feet are too big for his bed. Nothing seems to fit. <laughs> Raindrops keep falling on my head. They keep falling. So I just did me some talking to the sun. He trips. My God. Way he got things done. Sleeping on the job. Raindrops are falling on my head. They keep falling. Because I'm free. Hey, guys. <laughs> I always love that with the wheel going out the window. I'll always love that. <laughs> and you punk. God, I love a good New York hot dog. Mm, had so many on my trip to New York a couple years ago. Till happiness. Eat that hot dog, Peter. Eat the hot dog. Oh, I love that scene so much. Why? Why do I care? Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Just as a mean size. Red crying's not for me. Cause I'm never gonna stop the rain by complaining. Okay, what's so what's the deal with this right here? Nothing's worried. What's the deal with this freeze? I don't get it. I don't get it. It I don't it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I I I remember as a kid I always thought it was a glitch in the DVD. I was like, man, did we scratch our disc? But the music kept playing. I was so fucking weirded out, but it's legit. It is one of the strangest editing decisions I have ever seen in a film ever. It just freezes while the movie continues. I just don't follow in it. I don't get it. (laughs) 
But like, oh man, again, back to the storyline of our guy of Peter Parker's going through this massive identity crisis for an hour almost in the movie, almost half of the film, and he can't catch a break. He doesn't even get hors d'oeuvres. He's struggling, and then he's just like, you know what? I'm moving on, and then things go so well. I don't fucking care. Go get chow mein with the boy. God. MJ, God, why does that trigger me? What the heck? She's still mad. Yeah, absolutely. She does love you, Peter. She still loves you, man. <sighs> no. Raindrops keep falling on my head. I'm just gonna continue. I'm just gonna, just gonna be living in my head rent free for the next freaking two weeks. And just like the guys, great song. Well, <laughs> oh Peter, oh Peter. God, they both want it. It is so, oh, it's so infuriating. They both want this to happen. Boo. You should get married on a hilltop, like Peter said. Come on. Yeah. Gotta give him a chance. Come on. And that's hard. That's hard to see. <laughs> Puts on the glasses. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> what are we inviting the czar? Oh boy. In the garbage. What are we inviting the czar? Get some cheese and crackers? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Good old eBay plug. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Kid Plastic. He's such a stickler. God, it's so funny. I love it when he raises his eyebrows like that. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man, where have you gone to Spider-Man? We get some, it's just some great transitions in this movie. And we haven't even come up to the best one yet. I'm very impressed. Yo, stop beating this guy up! Come on, just save him, Peter. Oh, come on. He needs you! Oh, this is incredible movie telling. 
because I feel things right now, and that's the point. Ugh. Oh, I am a... It's got a nice, nice headstone, though. I will say. Got a nice headstone. I really should, I, I, I'm definitely going to do a Spider-Man 3 movie commentary at some point in time. And y'all are going to love it, I promise. Because <laughs> that movie is something. That movie is something else. I think it had some really, it had some great spots, and then it just overdid it. As we all know, Topher Grace, it should never be allowed to play a comic book movie character ever again. Um, that was just an absolutely abysmal, abysmal casting choice. But that's for another day. Spider-Man 3 is for another day. I wonder if she's a milk in her tea kind of lady. I didn't see her pour any milk in her tea. Um, couldn't tell either. Couldn't tell on the, the color of the liquid there. She doesn't strike me as a milk in her tea kind of a lady. I don't think, I don't think Aunt May would put milk in her tea. Peter Parker might put milk in his tea. I could see that, try to spice it up a little bit. But, uh, who knows? Who knows? Well, maybe we'll never know. Oh, jeez. The truth comes out. Peter's always been in struggle for the for the dough. Always wanting that cash. That's a great scene, by the way. That that's good stuff. Yeah. Revenge. Ah, you. D ah. God, that's yeah. It's painful to live through. Uncle Ben was not having that. No way, Jose. Yeah, damn right. Truth. Because of me? Oh. Yeah. I think what Raimi does do very well is use Uncle Ben as a continual, like, essentially storyline catapult through this entire trilogy to push every character that we know and push them towards something bigger and better. Namely Peter, obviously, and, and Aunt May, but, oh yeah, she's not too jazzed about this. Not too happy. What's she about to go do right now, huh? She's just splitting. She's like, yeah, I'm going to bed. Fucking two o'clock in the afternoon, I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to bed. I mean, I, that's... He just dropped a, an absolute bomb on her. I get it. All right. Doc Ock is back, baby. We got to rebuild. Got to get our energy back. 
Now we got our trench coat. That's what I like to see. Like to see the good trench coat. Those arms are working overtime. That's what it's looking like to me. That was not the best voiceover, I'm going to be honest. That was not not ideal. Wow, this is what Harry does in his free time. He just drinks scotch and tries to... Bernard. Good night, Bernard. Here he comes. Tritium. I need more tritium. Harry's like, I can't. I can't. I won't. No, but you must. Gotta talk about some just freaking good looking hair. James Franco's got it. If, if curly's your thing. If curly's your thing. That's some nice curly hair, I will say. There's Doc Ock. I like, I like the kind of like the looking around. We get a vibe for the entire scene that we get to see. And I think realistically, we're down to like 35 minutes left of this movie-ish. Ah! Got me good on that one. Got me good on that one. Always did as a kid, too. Always scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm crazy. You're a hack! That's like, calling someone a hack is just like the lowest blow that you can possibly give. You're a hack. <laughs> Who's going to spend like a bajillion dollars on tritium? Give me a break. It's a pretty impressive scene, too. I'll get all the tritium you need. Oh, he wants to torture him. Oof. Doc Ock is like, you got it, guy. Well, probably because he knows he's going to make such quick work of it. That's such a great, a great thing, too, with Harry, where he he doesn't want Peter hurt, but he hates Spider-Man. Get back to it, Peter. Where's our Spider-Man at? Oh, yeah. Old habits die hard. The city needs you, Peter. ha. <laughs> Oh, boy. If I found myself in this situation, absolutely not safe to go inside. I understand that. But if it's my kid, if it's anybody's kid, say I would absolutely consider going in this smoking building. I'm just getting vibes of, of Green Goblin in the first one. Is this, is this the scene I'm thinking of? Oh, come on, Peter. There it is. Where Green Goblin's dressed up as like the old lady in the fire. That is, that was a great scene in the first one. 
No, this is totally different. This is actually a little kid. Oof. <laughs> you just, the quick turnaround. Like, nah, can't go that way. Come on, Peter. I'm stressing over here. I don't remember how he gets out. I'm stressing. Take that leap of faith, my guy. Wow. Oh, he almost fell. I was really tense. <laughs> I thought he was actually going to fall. I, that was, that was bad. <laughs> That got me pretty good. <laughs> oh, it's the perfect scene. She helps him up. Wow. I can only imagine they filmed all of this with like CGI fire, and that must have been really hard. Oh, Peter, yes. Any dips? Any dips? That's our boy. God, that scene made me happy. Yes, it did. Spider-Man could have saved her. Ah, oh, now he knows. He's one sweaty motherfucker. Holy cow. Okay, yeah, he just came out of a fire. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, of course he's sweaty. He just came out of a fire. This must really run down double doors, but those are pretty cool. I like that. I don't know. I can't help you. Where are you supposed to go? This chick is weird to me. Yeah, no, you shouldn't have, but okay. Anyway, come on. Hey, Hi doesn't pay the bills, lady. <laughs> that sounds delicious right now. Chocolate cake sounds dynamite right now. I've had a hankering. I'm not, this is 100% truth. I've had a hankering for a hot fudge sundae for the last six hours. I'm not even kidding you. I was going to get one around 4 p.m. today, and I didn't do it, and it is now 10.39 p.m. Pacific. And I still haven't had a hot fudge sundae. I feel like I've let myself down. And now that I'm talking about it, I really want a hot fudge sundae. Oh, my mouth is watering. Just some good vanilla bean ice cream with some nice hot fudge on the bottom and on the top so you can control the fudge distribution. Ooh, sounds good. Yeah, well, kind of important. Oh, no. It's your aunt. Uh oh. Row, 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 row. She's moving out. I'm moving out. Wow, 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 You tell him, eh? Well... Oh, Henry. I'm pretty sure he, he... He helps Peter find out he should become Spider-Man, right? Yeah, pretty sure. 
<laughs> I've never heard of water over the dam, but okay. Whatever you want to say, May. I mean, look, May, you should probably talk to somebody about how you're feeling. That's that's what I would suggest. You shouldn't just say it's water under the bridge. You should talk to somebody about it for sure. Oh, man. There's some really good emotional beats in the movie. And they always come at pretty good times, I feel like. I I feel like they're not really misplaced or oddly timed tonally or pace-wise. I think they all fit in pretty flush. Yeah, good question. No, you wouldn't. Why? Could you give them away? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, change that. Got to change it. <laughs> Just wanted to try something else for for a little bit. Yeah, dude, I want to be Spider Man too. We all want to be Spider Man. Of course, I want to be Spider Man. <laughs> if you don't have the AMA character portrayed in this kind of light. If you're talking more of an Aunt May when you talk about the MCU with Tom Holland or even Andrew Garfield, I'm not as familiar with Andrew Garfield, but if you don't have an Aunt May like this, an older and a wiser storytelling Aunt May, I think you miss a lot of the huge developments in this film. I think she is the crux of a lot of these rationales and discovery and character growth that Peter has. Like right now. Because if you don't have her able to, to communicate this story and this sense of purpose, then you lose out on the ability to flip the script and for Peter to go back to being Spider-Man. I love it. I love it. We all need him. We all need him, May. Where is he? Right here. See, this is why I think Tommy Maguire is such a great actor. He's like getting ready to tear up, but he's not quite there. He's close, but he didn't do it. Okay. Act three. Here we go. Love to see it. This is great stuff. I do like in Spider-Man 1 when he says, go web, go. It's probably my favorite line. Besides pizza time. That's from this one. Oh, the, the choir is so awesome. And the pigeons. Love some good pigeons. Wow. My boy Toby's got some big O nostrils right there. Nah, he's fallen. He ain't gonna make it. Not in those shoes. Not in jeans. Get out of here. Get out of here, Tom Cruise. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's my back. Oh. Oh my. That is so brutal. <laughs> my back. <laughs> so, in the very, very beginning of this podcast, when I said that Jake Gyllenhaal almost took the spot and Tobey Maguire did not, it's because Tobey Maguire had back problems. That's what makes this scene so funny to me is because Tobey Maguire actually had back problems. This was already written into the script and it was not because of his actual real life back problems, but he did have back problems and uh, my back. That's, that's, just, that's just fun, fun, funny stuff right there. I can't stand this bloke. Gotta wear the NASA t-shirt. Okay, we all know you're an astronaut, man. We get it. Oh. That's sad. Okay, let's simmer down. Simmer down. Yeah, so I can cosplay you being Spider-Man. Give me a break. Just wants to relive it. Wow. He's not Spider-Man, Mary Jane. I hate to break to you. And he's not who you were kissing at that point in time. Ah. Not the same. Okay. <laughs> Back on the moon. <laughs> That's really funny stuff. That's hilarious. I'm back on the moon. Are you up there with me? That's great. That, that's funny. I don't know why, but I just, I just think that's funny. Uh-oh. The old car throw here. Yeah. Yeah. No, everything's good. I'm just going to break it off with my husband that I already said hi, like I said yes to, that I've been dating for like two seconds. Just start. Tell me about it. Stud. Well, I'm glad. Glad you were listening, honestly. Well, okay. You should always listen when someone's talking to you. Always, always good. Always a good idea. Rule of thumb, you know. Don't let her finish, Peter. Let her finish. God. There's just no winning in this movie. No winning. Thing. Do it. Do it. Change your life. I failed you. Oh my god. This is heartbreaking. God damn it. Yes, he does. Jeez. We all know. She knows. I know. You know. We all know. Oh, God. Just took a fucking trident to my heart right now and just stabbed it. Ah, I don't feel good about it. 
that hurt my heart. That did. That, 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 oh, God. God. Yeah, do it, man. Yep, here it is. Does kissing Peter Parker take you to the moon, Mary Jane? Let's find out. I'm on my way to the moon. Will you join me? <laughs> Uh-oh. The arc. The arc, man. Love more reflections. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, this this is going to... This always pans out to be a really exciting third act of this movie. Doc Ock literally throws a fucking car in a cafe and is like, hey, where's Spider-Man? That's how he gets Peter Parker's attention. Literally could have just walked up to him and been like, yo, where's our guy? I love that camera zoom with every single step. Ooh, that's good stuff. Ooh, I like that. That, that chick just tripped. <laughs> no shirt? You're back to no shirt? God, he's ruthless. Spider-Man. Peter's sweating. So he is just a really sweaty motherfucker. Yeah, that's okay. That's really brutal. That's what I'm saying. When we talk about No Way Home and the fact that Doc Ock is back, things are going to get really dark and it's going to be awesome. God, I cannot wait. It just makes me want to go back and watch the trailer again right now. Gonna take a quick pause, watch the No Way Home trailer, or come back to the movie. Nah, just kidding. Oh boy. Oh, dude's got strength. Holy cow. I love that his glasses are just unimpacted. Oh, no, there was a crack. Okay, all right. Way more realistic. We're good. We're in the clear. Oh, yeah. He's back, baby! That's a cool shot. Ooh, another cool shot. We back. We back. Oh, yeah. Doesn't he come see him right now? Well... Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> his suit hung up like he's dead. Love that sign. <laughs> he stole my suit. And then he draws a line too. He's a menace through the whole city. Yeah, baby. Oh, look at how good this swinging in the city looks. Oh my god, it's luscious. It's delicious. It's scrum diddly umptious. Just want to 
It just makes me want to play the PlayStation game of Spider-Man, honestly. That is the coolest transition maybe of any comic book movie ever. That is fucking phenomenal. We go from getting a really long shot of Spider-Man swinging to showing into Doc Ock's sunglasses is... Wowzers. That was beautiful. Wowzers. And like I said, this third act is just going to get vicious real fast. We just get right into a massive fight, essentially. That that takes us to the end, if I remember correctly. Which is so exciting because we go not having any Spider-Man for the last 30 minutes. And then we get Spider-Man back for 20 straight minutes. It's awesome. You can definitely tell when some of it's CG with Doc Ock. I never noticed that before. It's noticeable. But overall, pretty impressive. Pretty good. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man and Trains. Name a better duo. Honestly, let's go. I want to hear it because you can't. Can't be done. Spider-Man and Trains. And that hero pose is so clutch. Oh. Yes. Oh. Love the backwards, like, little limbo kind of balancing there. Oh, man, that's so clutch. See, like, I think that's especially cool when he goes through things like that. I can't think of anything specifically Tom Holland where he goes through something like that, but it's cool. It's really nice. I do love when his suit gets shredded to bits here. That's pretty cool. And at the end of one, but, you know, here as well, it kind of gets takes some blunt. Oh, boy, that's cool. He's got to be a pretty fit fellow. If you think about Spider-Man's overall fitness level, it's got to be pretty dang good. He's going to have really strong legs, first and foremost, like really strong legs. Strong arms, too, but, you know, I think the legs are going to play the bigger role here. I wonder how much he's hitting the gym. That's what I want to know. Does he have to upkeep? It's got to be some upkeep. Oh, that's some good swinging. I just hope we get some really good New York swinging in Spider-Man No Way Home. I don't think we will, but I, man, I can hope. Wow, saves the day. Well, Otto, you can't kill him. You gotta bring him to Harry alive. Get him. Hmm. This train's gonna go out of control. How fast? Oh my god, okay. We're talking like 80, 90 miles an hour? <laughs> hey, tips his non-existent hat? That's hilarious to me. Well, let's spend more time yelling about it and less time fixing it. Yeah. What do you see, Peter? Tell me. Uh-oh. We're at the end of the rope. We're at the end here. Are there really subway tracks like that in New York where it just, like, ends? It's just, like, that's the end of the line? Because everybody at that stop that they passed, were they going to go back the other way? Is that what they were thinking about? 
I love the face. That's gotta hurt. Yeah, your knees gotta be just straight effed after that. <laughs> Holy cow. That's rough. Okay, little less, little less sass. There we go, Peter. That's a great line right there. A little less sass to our voice Spider-Man and a little more trust. But I like how he plays him back. And he, <laughs> I got a few, yeah. Of course he does. Come on, Spider-Man. Ugh. Oh. This guy's commentary is totally unnecessary, by the way. It's not funny. It, except it was like two seconds ago. It was pretty funny. <laughs> but I'd be mad if I were Spider-Man. I'd be getting frustrated. Oh, yeah. All of the, all of the webs. Ugh. This is iconic, too. Come on. He's so strong that he's ripping out of his suit. Oh, my God. Wow. I don't think there's another display of strength like this when you talk about Spider-Man. Raw strength. Oh. Oh, my God. Come on. Come on. Oh. Wow. He is, he's working hard. He's working real hard. <laughs> wow. Saved the train, man. Saved the train. Yeah. I would pass out too. Oh, man. I don't care what you think about Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man and his age and whether he plays a better Peter Parker or a better Spider-Man or I don't care whatever you think. This right here, this scene is emotional, regardless of where you stand with Tobey Maguire, because he did it for his city and his city loves him and always will, no matter what, no matter what he is going through, his city cares and understands that they deserve, they, they, they need to essentially pay Spider-Man back as much as he pays them, right? They need to work in conjunction. Well, God damn, you got an old son. <laughs> you got an old kid. No older than my son, who's 28. <laughs> Again, regardless, this scene is big. When you talk about Spider-Man and Spider-Man movies and comic book movies, this scene is big. Oh, look at this guy. Aww. See, we got an age difference between these kids and, and Spider-Man here. <laughs> if that's what we're talking about with your son, guy. Well, that's... I get all of them to sign NDAs real, real fast because they're leaking that just like people are leaking the Venom Let There Be Carnage post credit scene. I have not seen it. I haven't been leaked, but I know it's out there. Oh, yeah, it is, baby. Good to have you back. God, it's just freaking lacerated on his chest. I can't remember where we go from here. I can't. I, I don't remember from this moment on. Oh, yeah. Well, he'll just toss you out of the train. 
<laughs> this top guy is like, uh-oh. Very well! Dude, that's what I'm saying. Doc Ock is gonna bring the heat. It's gonna be wild stuff. It's gonna bring the heat. And the MC and MCU Doc Ock, you know they're gonna use him really, really well. Oh, that's a punch. Another f fucking superb transition. Holy cow. That's good stuff right there. Wowzers. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's just in shock. Can't believe it's him. Yeah, you can have all the tritium you need. If there's only 25 pounds of it on Earth, it's way more rare than vibranium. How the hell is Harry getting all of this, and how much is it costing him? A quadrillion dollars? Like, jeez louise. Wow, Doc Ock moves quick and stealthy, which has not been displayed yet in this movie. That would be a grape right there. I don't see... <laughs> He's not a very stealthy guy. Oh, right next to the maker's mark. Okay. Not bad. Not a bad choice. Not a bad choice. Oh, boy. This is the big reveal, right? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, boy. The big reveal. I like that a lot. Well, it done, done be, brother. Ah, oh, yes, yes, yes. Peter goes to save MJ. Well, he's lying. And he's going to blow up the freaking city. We're all done. Wow. Little MCU, uh, MCU callback here. Half of New York, half of the human race. We're talking in halves. <laughs> I... Yeah, you do. I mean, you do have to stop him. I get that. That looks so ominous. Ooh, I love those goggles. Ooh, I love that reflection. Ooh, I love it all. I love it. Wow, that's a whistle. I will say... In all three Spider-Man movies, MJ plays the damsel in distress, and it, that trope is so over. Uh, I, th I think it fit for the early aughts when this movie came out. You know, you talk 01, 04, and whatever else, 07, and I think it fit then. It does not fit now. I'm glad we're not getting that anymore with the Tom Holland MCU um, MJ, but keep that on the lookout. She plays the damsel in distress. Very well, every single time. Of course not. <laughs> oh, yes. This is such a cool battle. 
this really demonstrates like Spider-Man's abilities. Like his ability to get thrown out and then swing back like that is awesome. Yes, take him down. Bop, bop, bop. Oh yeah, that's not that's no bueno right there. You gotta get out of those chains. Just some cool visuals too. Oh my gosh, they just freaking fried her? Fried those chains right up. Oh. Wow, we're going to get such a great battle in No Way Home. I, I just cannot wait. I cannot believe it. It's going to be so much happening. Oh, boy. Good try, MJ. Ruthless. Absolutely ruthless. That's what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> I shocked him. I don't remember that. Oof. It's too big. Can't be shut down. Now what? That's a great question. Gotta gotta dip in the river, man. Gotta dip in the river. It's taking it all. It's taking the entire city of New York with it. Oh boy. Hurry up, Peter. Get rid of this thing. Aww. Sad claws. Wah, wah. <laughs> Sad claws. I like that. I like that reveal, too. I think that's great. And that makes this... That makes this storyline of everybody knows who Peter is now going forward is so so interesting because he got to pick and choose when when we had this kind of Peter Parker he would pick and choose who got to know and now everybody knows. Oh, oh, still coming for him. Still an absolutely ruthless machine. Well, <laughs> a privilege. Yeah, they're gruesome arms. They're the worst. What do you think? They're st they're just creepy the way they move. Honestly. Wow. Truer words have never been spoken, Mister Parker. They're quite, quite good. Poetry. He's not going to be able to overtake the arms, though. Come on. This is getting out of control. Is that them, like, is that them yelling back? They're like, no! No, they're not going to listen to him. Okay.
Too far gone. Too far gone. Unless what? Yes. Put it in the bottom of the river. I'm curious. So No Way Home is going to pick up essentially exactly where this movie ends. Um, we all thought Otto was going to be dead. I'm super curious if this if this kind of ball of energy is going to play any role or if it's just going to be Gonzo. But no way Sam Raimi wrote this movie to say, hey, 17 years later, let's bring him back, baby. No, no way. It didn't get written like that. <laughs> wow. We found out. We did it. All right. That's exciting. No! Oh my god, this is just all around peak Spider-Man on every single level. Hi! <laughs> this is peak. Oh, I love this so much. <laughs> That's funny. That's great. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it, Doc. Put it in the river, guy. Say it. <laughs> Hell yeah, he loves you. Yeah, because he's a wimp. Not gonna... It's great. Great meme, great screen cap. I will not die a monster. Love it. Have it on my phone. Have it in my camera roll. You'll love to see it. That's good stuff right there. God, that thing must have weighed a quadrillion pounds. My goodness. And now he just jumps super high. What's that web hanging on to, though? That, that's my question right there. Where is that web going? Okay, so Doc Ock is dead. Right? So we see the lights turn off. Okay, this is where I'm curious because it's been a long time since I've seen it. We see the lights turn off. I, I thought I thought at the end of this we see the light kind of f f flicker a little bit on one of his arms, but maybe I'm wrong. Can't remember. That would be pretty cool to spin a big, really big web to hang out in like that. I feel like I would do that pretty constantly. Should have said something. Should have said something. Right. Of course not. Yeah, it's true. God, just bring her along, my guy. He is so good. At conveying this, like, really sad emotion. Oh, boy. Wow. He did it. Saved the city. Our boy. 
Lower her down, Peter. Lower her down. I mean, what are the cops going to do, you know? Oh, this guy. God, I didn't know this guy came back. Unbelievable. Get this bloke out of here. Get him out of here. Boo. Oh, look at me. I can jump from the dock onto a boat. Yeah, guess what, guy? You're not Spider-Man. Yep. Mm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. This is like the comic book version of La La Land, and I am loving every second of it. I forgot how similar it was, and holy cow, it's phenomenal. It's excellent. Yeah, whoo. It's good stuff. Oh, shit. We still got Harry to deal with. How did I forget about this? We gotta be, like, inside, inside, like, 10, 12 minutes here. Oh, shit. This, I'm telling you, ah, oh, this is so frustrating to me. This is the absolute perfect setup for the third movie to fully focus on Harry. We don't get the fully focused. We get some freaking rinky-dink, let's add 6,000 enemies in one thing. Great cameo. Great, well played. Well done. Great cameo. That's good stuff. IMDb gives this fact and basically said, look, Willem Dafoe was not going to be in this movie. Was not planned to make a cameo or have an appearance. He was walking down the street in New York one day, found them filming, stopped by the set, and then Sam Raimi decided to give him a cameo. It's like, okay, that's a Willem Dafoe move if I've ever heard of one. Goodness gracious. I'm just walking down the road. Hey, yeah. I'll put you in the movie. No problem. Wow. Love to see it. Willem Dafoe turns it to 11 every freaking movie that he's in. And I couldn't be happier about it. He's going to be fantastic in, in Nightmare Alley coming up. A little green gabo hideout here. Uh oh, Roro. Roro? That's creepy as shit. I'm like, I, I'm not opposed to the green goblin mask and outfit. I, I feel like everybody hates them. I'm, I have no problem. I, maybe it's all I knew. Maybe it's all I grew up knowing. So I'm okay with it. But I, I think it's cool. I think it's okay. I think it's pretty cool. Green gabo potion. Oh, geez. A lot of pumpkin bombs, and those pumpkin bombs are looking identical to what we saw in the No Way Home trailer. Wow, that's pretty cool. His hoverboard, his mask. That's pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. It does. Oh, no. Don't tell me MJ still gets married. D did I not know this? No. She doesn't go through with it. No. No, 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 can't happen. There's no way. 
This space city is not number three, is he? No. Ah, that's classic. A wedding march, huh? Did not have my wedding in a church and did not go down the aisle to the wedding march. So I guess I wasn't as classic as this. But nah, she ain't showing. That's what I'm talking about. Go, MJ. <laughs> Love JK Simmons. Forever and always. Uh-oh. That probably wouldn't feel great getting left at the altar if I'm going to be just frank with you, if I'm going to be honest. That probably wouldn't be a great feeling. Thinking you're going to spend the rest of your night of your... <laughs> That's so funny. Tell her not to open the caviar. Just like thinking you're going to spend the rest of your life with somebody and then not. Nah, just like just like that, literally, just in a matter of seconds or like, you know, a minute. Oh, yeah. There's our boy just contemplating life, trying to figure out what's best, what's next, what's going down. And look who we got right there. Go get him, Tiger. That is this movie. I knew it. It was Go Get Him, Tiger. Told you. I wonder how far away that church was. I hope it wasn't that far because... And it looks like it wasn't that far. Her dress is still pretty white and she doesn't look super sweaty like this sweat monster over here generally. Oh boy. That's touching. Good stuff. And there's Peter's picture that he took of MJ in number one in the science lab. That's pretty cool. I like that little Easter egg there. Anybody, anybody can be together. I don't know. This is nice. A pretty nice, sweet ending, I will say. She flips the script real, real, real quick, though, I will say. From going like, oh, you don't love me? You suck, to I am in love with you. But, I, I, okay, it does make sense because we get the Spider-Man reveal and she's like, ah, it all clicks. It all makes sense. I get it. Say something, doofus. Thank you. No, no I love you. Wow. Just don't hold back. Gun it. They got a lot of lost time to make up for. I gotta go. Go get him, Tiger! That's great. That's iconic. Iconic. And her standing at the doorway? Yep, yep, yep. Standing at the window? Wow, I love to see it. God, that's just some good web slinging right there. It just looks great. Love a Tobey Maguire woo. Oh, right. Nice CGI helicopter. Classic. 
I will say it's it's noticeable, but damn, if it isn't fun, like if it is, if it isn't just fun, right? Seeing Spider Man glide off into the sunset like that, pretty dang cool. Wow. There it is. Wow. What a film. What a film if there ever if there ever was one. My goodness gracious. Um I don't believe that there's a post credit scene. Um from what I know, I'm gonna do some a little fast forwarding here, but I'm pretty positive that there's not, because that was not a thing at this point in time. But boy, talk about a good score. Talk about a good score. Uh, no, no post credit scene, just classic, as, as cool as you like. Wow. We did it, fam. We watched Spider-Man 2, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2. That is just some good stuff. On Amazon, I'm looking, it's got 5,860 reviews, and it is four and a half stars. I want to go on the Rotten Tomatoes real quick before I get out of here, and I want to see what the Rotten Tomatoes score is for Spider-Man 2. I don't put a whole lot of stock into Rotten Tomatoes as a whole. I don't think that you should make decisions based on Rotten Tomatoes, but I'm, st I'm still curious. It still intrigues me to some extent. Wow. Certified fresh, 93% from the critics, 82% from the audience. That's good stuff right there. That is just good stuff all the way around. Spider-Man 2 has got one of the coolest movie posters that I've ever seen as well. I'm a huge fan of. Boy, that's that's just, that's a fun movie. Thanks for joining me and following along on this month's movie commentary, watching Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2. That was a blast. I still stick by it and I still stand by it. One of, if not the best comic book movie that is out there and, and the best Spider-Man movie that is out there. Far From Home, just, just underneath it. But I think this one tops it. It's too iconic. It's just too iconic. Uh, what are your thoughts on Spider-Man 2? I want to know. Get at me on Twitter at 15MinuteMarvel. I am always curious to hear your thoughts, your ideas, your theories. Whatever you got, whatever you're thinking, send it my way. I want to know what you think of Spider-Man 2. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on any major podcast platform. And a huge shout out to the patrons of the show, Brandon Clark, Hajir Shakib, and Reagan Knopp. I will see you back here next time. I am Ethan Simi, and remember, always go higher, further, and faster.